0: I'm Chris. And I'm Doc. And this is... The Fab Lads.
1: So, Doc, where are we? We're in the middle of April. <laughs> Halfway through our... <laughs> Challenge. <laughs> I meant geographically. <laughs> Where are we in life? I'm mid-life crisis. forties. <laughs> mid 40s, early forties. Not as to say mid forties. Certainly feel aches and pains. And um, we are in North Hollywood. Yeah, we're in, si- we're sitting in the city back of down. Los Angeles. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's nice, isn't it? It is probably twenty-seven degrees. Does it feel like that yeah. Celsius? I don't know what that is. In old money.
0: Yeah. So I, th- I suppose the reason I'm saying it is that uh, you might hear the odd. Sprinkler, you may hear a bit of birdsong, maybe a plane every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, normally our sound quality is of reasonable standard, and yeah. now we've just, we're just at the elements of adding some atmosphere. Adding some atmosphere.
1: Yeah.
0: That's my private plane coming in to pick me up, to <laughs> take me off to do some more reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're right, yes, it's, it's midway through April, and uh, tell me what you're doing. I'm uh, doing no sugar.
1: No sugar, so that's no, no sugar. processed sugar. No processed, no added, no refined, whatever. No sugar whatsoever. No sugar whatsoever. Yeah, no sweeteners of any kind added to any food to be consumed. Right. Yeah. And,
0: and you're... I am doing uh, reading. Yeah. Which, when you mentioned it on Instagram the other day, it did sound like I was a bit simple. It's like, Chris is doing 30 minutes of reading, is
1: day. <laughs> <laughs> it felt a bit primary school. Well, it's easy to say that, but then you got to do it, and you got to do it every day.
0: Yeah, I you've mean, got
1: to set aside the time. Yeah, it is. Um, it is uh, uh, thirty minutes. Is
0: I don't know. I spoke. I I spoke to my friend uh, Michael Proudfoot, who's a very talented uh, artist and director, and he said to me the other day, "Well, I read thirty minutes every day already." Oh, really? And a couple of people have said that. Yeah, and it's a bit like, yeah, I get it but I suppose I don't. Are we going to throw him a parade? Yes. we're going to shut down the streets. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I felt a bit bad because I, I should be reading uh, every day.
1: Yeah, but it's, did he do 30 minutes of yoga every day the previous no. month? And Is he going to do whatever's next no. and so on? Right, that's easy. That's that's part of someone's life and this isn't part of your life, so it's yeah. new. Yeah, right. so it's, a, it's an added
0: feature. It is, yes. Yeah. So... so um, you know, I can read and I have read a lot in the past. I suppose it's just slipped away. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it back, integrate it back into my daily routine. Yeah. Um, and it's been actually thoroughly rewarding, which, again, shouldn't be that much
1: of a surprise because reading is quite rewarding. Do you find that? Yeah, I love, I love reading. I love when I get an opportunity to read. Um, it's great. I read fiction and non-fiction they can both be... Uh, I mean, you should always be learning, but you should also always be reading because it just brings you into a different type of your... part of your imagination than TV. Yeah. You know, TV sometimes can be passive, whereas reading can't be.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also the fiction, non-fiction thing is I've tried to avoid... because um, I read quite a lot of non-fiction, um, and, I, and I'm, so, so I'm reading novels at the moment, yeah. sort of uh, fictional novels.
1: How far have you gotten? You, so the two books we posted on Instagram... Uh, was Brixton Rocks? Brixton Rocks, yeah, by uh, Alex Wheatley. Alex Wheatley, and
0: and uh, the lives of the monster dogs, which I am about two thirds of the way through, which is uh, an exceptionally good book. Great, uh, I'm very much enjoying it. So I'll have a bigger update on that. Um, I'm, I'm planning on getting another one read before the end of the month as yeah. well. So yeah, so it's a really pleasant way of um, trying to find that half an hour. Um, a, a day. So my my challenge is a, a time, uh, adding time to my schedule, and your one is just a lifestyle thing, really, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, it is lifestyle. It's a, 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 a subtraction of something from my life as opposed to adding something in. Uh, which we've had a mix of these experiences: taking something away or adding something in. I think taking something away is easier in terms of planning and everything else. You just have to. You know, obviously be conscious of it, not forget by accident and kind mm. of uh, eat something by mistake as it can be a habit Um and then just be kind of conscious looking at the ingredients on things for example that are suspiciously taste too good and you remind yourself that uh, probably sugar has been added. It that like c- cereals have got a lot of sugar in them, haven't they? Yeah, I cereals do, yeah. I mean, yeah, like cereals that are processed cereals um, they're good um you know, I kind of try to avoid these as well because it's like, oh, you just change one thing out of the other. But uh, I've I've had them before, sort of granolas that don't have any added sugar, but they have like dates. You know, and dates are very naturally sweet, and yeah, it's probably so that's okay because okay, right? I'm not avoiding uh, fruit, for example. So that is okay. But uh, I posted the other day about um, I've been eating nuts as a snack. Yeah. And uh, they end up tasting very sweet after a while. Yeah. Fruit tastes a lot sweeter. Yeah. You notice it. You notice the change. Um, I definitely have felt some cravings where I'm like, God, I just love, you know, you're hungry in the middle of the day. And it's, I yeah. guess it's the blood sugar. I'm doing air quotes here um, where you're kind of missing that. And, and you just have to eat something and get it into your system. And probably if it has some natural sugar, I mean, milk has its own natural sugar in it. I mean, most yeah. things do. Um, when you look at the um, nutrition uh sort of on the back of a, a back of anything and it tells you what it's broken down by sugars is one of the things that's common in, in everything and it's like the natural sugars that's in there so um i guess you're always getting something sweet unless you're literally i don't know what you can eat that doesn't have its own sugar in it i think even even maybe i don't know lettuce i've no idea i was just uh, thinking lettuce, yeah, so I'm probably. Sure that someone's
0: going to tell us that there's uh, <laughs> it's yeah. got its own natural sugar maybe
1: yeah it. um but yeah i mean it's been good and um it's funny i was telling you earlier i went for a run today and uh i think all of these things that we're doing are beginning to set in in terms of overall lifestyle habits and kind of yeah i've noticed now eating the the absence of sugar and the kind of choices you make in a lifestyle point of view That not doing the kind of fitness things and i just had a like really an urge i haven't run in a year and a half like the mm. last run i did I stopped 100 metres away from my house and decided never to run again Right. and today I went for a run and it was horrible and I thought I was going to die halfway through um, but I felt good after it and I felt good for doing it um, so I don't know if that's one thing if, it's, if there's correlation or causation there or not But um, is
0: it, is it, Do you think it's because your focus is uh, a bit sharper now that you're yeah. th- a bit more geared towards um, wellness? And-
1: yeah, definitely sharper focus overall you know the meditation last month i've continued to do a bit of meditation not every day um and then the no sugar you don't get the sugar crash yeah so i think you end up being sharper your mind is clearer um you know you drink water Um, i don't really drink sodas anyway but you kind of you choose water or um whatever so do you think it really affects
0: your your mood swings yeah definitely so if you are um eating Food that has processed sugar and refined sugar. Are you
1: um, generally quite moody? Do you get hangry, as they say? I mean, I get hangry anyway. That's a natural. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a sugar thing. That's just I need to eat all the time. Um, but sugar gives you a, a, an increased energy in a short amount of time. You know, you can sometimes you feel it in your blood if you eat too much sugar. Yeah. And you get this kind of tingly sensation that's not not pleasant, and you have a crash afterwards. Like, especially things like donuts. I never eat those, really. But if I do, don't feel good for it. Yeah. You know, when I have so much sugar in it that your head, you get a bit of a headache or whatever. Now, the mid-level, kind of like a cookie or a pastry, get a bit of a, you know, an increased energy burst. But then you feel a bit down and you're kind of going, oh, I need something, a stimulant. Is it, is it caffeine, you know? Do yeah. I get some tea or is it more sugar? And then it kind of has its just up and down and it's not... I feel like it definitely has an impact, and it 's not good overall
0: because I might try um, I might try this next month as a, as a side yeah. dish we 'll okay. talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about next month obviously for next month sure. because i 'm really interested about that, and I think people that listen might be interested to try the no sugar thing because it 's not one of those things it 's not a fad which is no carbs or yeah. which is very difficult to do as we yeah. all know it 's sort of something that really we shouldn't really be eating
1: anyway, should we? It's, it's, it seems to be the no. biggest killer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Isn't it? for heart disease, of obesity, and yeah, diabetes, and and especially too. the way we consume it today. I think you know, sugar obviously is part of you know, it's uh, part of lots of foods naturally, and it's there, and it's you know, it kind of attracts you to things like fruit. But if you think about how we evolved and you know where these things came into being. Um, it came in a lot later into our diet and the amount of sugar we eat now is just way too much than mm. I think our bodies were designed to consume I and mean, it's part of the problem the obesity levels in the US the obesity levels in the UK um, Ireland you know any kind of western country where sugar we talk about breakfast cereals like just so full of sugar yeah. and like kids you see kids like they're almost like crack addicts with sugar yeah. like in the supermarket or whatever because it is I guess it does have that impact almost like a drug a short-term high Mm. um and it tastes good supposed to taste good Mm. or at least you know um it's funny i I heard people saying before different things around sugar like uh someone's like oh only eat sugar if you make it yourself as in if you bake a cake yourself that's okay and then um you know don't get anything processed because when you look in the ingredients in a store it's not just sugar but it's whatever some sort of citric acid and I don't know all these additives and things yeah. like that um, so at least if you're doing it at home it's kind of natural and it's basic you know cane sugar or whatever there's no high fructose corn syrup and things like that but um, it's very hard to do uh, the intermediary some people are naturally like I have friends who just never ever want sugar never like have a desire for dessert or a mm. piece of chocolate or whatever they're just not not into it some people are designed differently metabolisms and you got you got 32 sweet teeth. A 32 sweet teeth <laughs> and 30, 32 friends maybe 3 friends um, 32 sweet teeth yeah I do have very sweet sweet teeth uh, <laughs> repeat teeth so yeah it's it's uh, it's interesting when you're just kind of like you know you normally have a dessert like, yeah. oh, after dinner it becomes a habit as well you're like oh what do I do now you know, yeah, it's just like a handful of almonds, I suppose. Yeah, or yeah, something different, a different taste, palate yeah. cleanser. I think sometimes desserts act as palate cleansers. Yeah, as well, like sorbets and things like that.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. So far, so good. So, do you think you'll get through the rest of the month with? Uh, it seems to me like you're smashing this
1: one. I think so. Yeah, and, and you're I'm, really enjoying it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel good about it. Um, probably one I would like to continue, but then you know, part part of these things as well just become challenges in terms of cultural norms and social uh situations you know it's someone's birthday uh you know someone's baked something for you or whatever you sort of you kind of have to do it then and you know it's a good thing but it's you have to then just make sure you find that balance afterwards and kind of uh not go back into the you know if you develop a bad habit of eating lots of sugar yeah um but yeah we'll see Okay, Yeah.
0: that's good. Well, I think I'll probably get through. I've found, because I've done a lot of travelling this month, I'm about to do another lot of travelling, is that the reading thing really is a a great way to fill space in travelling. Yeah. Just fill time, Uh, and it's also a really sort of different time than a lot of other things. It's nice not looking at the phone. It's nice just sort of uh, going to that sort of... Everything becomes quiet when you read. Mm Mm-hmm. Um,
1: even when you are in a busy airport or and a book in three quarters is very impressive you're some i guess because you're traveling you're doing more than 30 minutes some days i have been yeah, yeah yeah i've had a couple of times where i've had like a couple of hours in an airport and great and it replaces other entertainment as you yeah. said like tv or maybe you're watching something on a computer yeah do you think that is uh, you know good for your mental health good for your well-being overall that you're not Sort of because sometimes you do that passively as well.
0: Yeah, I I think it is good because I think I think it's good for your mental health just generally because you spend less time on social media. And really, I'm beginning to notice how divisive social media is. You're only beginning to notice it now. Well, I've just because I think because we've been talking about it a lot, and I think because we've been talking about it a lot, I've been way more aware of it, Mm. and it's starting to feel a bit dirty. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it, especially Twitter. Twitter, just for the just for the sheer kind of hatred of
1: of, of many opinions mm-hmm. um, on all it, sides. Yeah, whatever it, whatever the topic is, exactly. it's just toxic. I mean, I
0: have a lot of friends, especially sort of writer friends, who it's a great forum for sharing work and yeah. saying come and see this, and that's a that's a great way. And then Instagram, I'm just it's just the blatant narcissism is try, is really starting to yeah sort of slightly affects I don't know it slightly affects how you view people uh-huh. do you know what I mean yeah and again there's sort of ways to put you know maybe you're publicising something which again is fine all of that thing is sure but you know we're sharing family photos Or you know there's a, there's a thing that's used for it's the pointless yeah the pointlessness of it sometimes I find um, I and start it, to find a little frustrating
1: it really does affect uh, people's mental health all around because you so. have this FOMO and uh, you f- people feel like they're missing out on something the reality of a lot of these people's lives is or everybody's lives in general is it's a there's a massive balance yeah um, you can put a nice picture of yourself at a party um, but you're probably maybe I don't know not having good conversations with everyone or yeah, everyone's yeah. talking to you and looking over your shoulder to see who else they can talk to and yeah. you know what is actually somebody missing out on I mean when you're really there um, and you're at these things yeah they can be fun sometimes but you know quite often there can be uh not as uh as they're portrayed to be and people just have to be aware of that yeah i mean um, it's
0: it's it's easy cause it's and i know this isn't to do then either of our challenges yeah. but i suppose with my challenge with reading it's meant that i look less at it is it's very easy to be bitter about it and i suppose there's no point in complaining because it's going to happen and all you really need to do if you're that bothered about it is just step away from it yeah um
1: I or so- or post uh you know i'd love to see post people posting um you know things that are real and yeah. actually amber's uh posts on instagram and we've been sharing some of them uh she's doing her challenge you know are funny and kind of real right yeah. they they uh, talk about uh, you know shit what, what was the one she did here today? where it was a tornado and um, <laughs> yeah. you know oh I can control this mess or whatever it was yeah. the post was but it's funny because um, you know it's more realistic about what the actual people's lives are. There's a funny lady who I think she does a um, you know she's a housewife mom I think and she does copies Kim Kardashian's posts or something oh, like yes, that. Oh yes she's
0: an Australian girl. Uh, yes yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know
1: obviously Kim Kardashian has a team of people around her doing makeup and hair and you know professional photography and she's at home on her iphone in a white (laughs) t-shirt that's a similar look to the other girl and uh you know it's more realistic and people uh, have to be aware that that's the reality of of life in general and what we're aspiring to um should be more based around real relationships and experiences and uh and things like that but it is very interesting that your book reading experience is is kind of leading to this conclusion um tell us. so you've you've finished Brixton Rock Brixton Rock give yeah give a little review we'll add a book review into this
0: uh, uh add a book review into podcast, it um yeah.
1: it's um
0: it's a really good sort of period piece it's set in Brixton in like the uh late 70s early 80s mm-hmm. it's got a great soundtrack to it and what i was doing is as i was reading it uh, it mentions a lot of um This is Chris interjecting uh, my own critique of uh, Brixton Rock by Alex Wheatle, not Alex Wheatley, as I incorrectly pronounced. I thought it would be easier because my critique was so poor to just read the back of the book. Set in South London in the 1980s, Brenton Brown is a 16-year-old mixed-race youth who's lived in a children's home all his life. He's never met his mother and is haunted by her loss. The best thing happens. Brenton is reunited with his mother, Cynthia. And then the worst. He falls in love with his beautiful half-sister, Juliet. At the same time, Brenton meets his nemesis in the shape of Terry Flynn, a killer who scars him for life. Brenton seeks revenge. All of this leads to an explosive climax, with the troubled teenager struggling to hold on to his own sanity. I think just reading the back of the book was a far more high-quality critique of uh, Alex Wheatle's book, Brixton Rock, than my own improvised words. I hope this helps. Very easily communicated story. And then the second one, The Lives of the Monster Dogs, um, is just bonkers, and I want to finish it first before I start talking about it. Yeah,
1: do, yeah. Let's, let's chat about it the, on the last podcast, because uh, <laughs> it's, it's bonkers... It's... it's
0: crazy, but it's also... Uh, it's completely different from Bricks and Rocks, but it's a, it's a very, very strange but very, very good story. Um, and and you, you, you had a nice segue earlier with the Instagram with, um, with Amber, who is our guest, who's hopefully going to join us um, for the end of this month, for the sum-up. And she's been uh, drawing stick figure cartoons every day yeah. and posting them on Instagram. Um, and she's taken a good lead, actually, from... Um, sobriety, life fears—you uh, know—they are cartoons that have some sort of uh, focus around um, well-being. Um, and uh, yeah, they're great. So if you want to have a look at them, go to at Artificial Fad Lads, uh, or even better, go to at Amber Toza, mm-hmm. Tozer T O Z E R, and you'll see exactly what you we're talking about. Cause you've sort of got to see them to get what. Yes, we'll <laughs> they are
1: illustrations, um, and then they are have. Uh, writing some words on them as well um, you know let's give a teaser, it's probably my dirty ass is the, uh, <laughs> the punchline on one of them uh, so, so go and check them out because you'll want to know what that is about <laughs> <coughs> oh, yes oh.
0: Oh, I have I read that one yesterday it's yeah. great um, well, we've been posting them on our Instagram feed haven't
1: we yes yeah, so, uh, so it's funny because I you know so I've been doing our social media and I gave it up last month and I'm tr- actually still trying to stay off so it's kind of almost like reluctantly gone back in <laughs> I but i have jumped back in and i'm doing it now. and also we've
0: just bitched about instagram and i know saying
1: go to the instagram page yeah. but i'm hoping that by saying that you do get something out of seeing it yeah exactly yeah and um there's lots of cool things there and we're sort of looking around at other people who who are into fads and, and things like that and uh, you know trying to engage and you know we want to get inspired for uh, challenges we do ourselves and we want to hear from people who uh who have challenges um to present or you know yeah. suggest to so add official fat lads on twitter and instagram
0: yeah yeah okay that's great so i think halfway through the month's a little catch up i think it's going well um a couple of weeks i'm going to go and i've got to go to vegas new mexico and washington working on a secret squirrel project okay but when I get back, more. which is right at the end of the month, <laughs> then we'll um, be able to
1: catch up. Are you travelling for the rest of the month? No travel, thankfully, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm in situ until end of May, early June. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, good for you, and, uh, and, and
0: well done for keeping up your non-eating process, sugar. Yeah, you can hardly say well done
1: for me for reading. Well done for reading your books, (laughs) your your one and three quarter books Um, that you should be doing anyway. No, no, it's good. It's hard, and it's every day. It's not oh, I read a book this month. That's fine because you did it on a Saturday. You know, four weekends in a row. You're doing it every day. So again, it's part of that routine, and uh, will help. You know, I think all of these things are helpful. And I, you know, one of the, uh, you know, sort of going into this whole project, we figured that doing something like this might have benefits. Overall, in terms of developing habits, they say it takes thirty days to develop a habit, but I think the habit is the habit. If that makes yeah. sense, it's a habit of getting yeah. into a habit, yeah. and I think it's been helpful.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, and I'll uh, I'll speak to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Take care. Cheers, darling. Bye.